Mindfulness on Monday with me and Sune. Hello, Sune. How are you, Philippa? You know, I'm I'm okay, is what I'm going to say. And uh, and so we are here today talking about uh, a mindful menopause. And I say I'm okay because some of those menopausal symptoms that I thought I had waved goodbye to have revisited me this last oh, really? few weeks. Yes, since you um, you went on your lovely holiday. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, and, you know, so it's not to put too fine a point on it, breasts like bullets have returned. And you know what? Uh, if you've never experienced breast pain uh, 24 hours a day, then you know you you can't really say anything because it's carrying this pain around with you all the time that is uncomfortable if you bump into anybody and uh, the thing you notice the most or i notice the most is when i lie down in bed at night and i snuggle down in the my favorite position which turns out is no longer comfortable because of this sensation yeah, so this is madness, and uh, and actually, so needless to say, I asked Doctor Google what he thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you got a really, really clear answer. <laughs> well, so well, you know, I managed to navigate my way through the information to to the point that one of the reasons we experience breast pain in menopause is because of the the decreasing in estrogen levels relative to progesterone. So. <laughs> So progesterone is the thing that's driving this experience. Mm. And uh, and so, you know what, the thing I'm kind of mystified with my HRT patches, so it's not that, you know, it's like the, so the estrogen's there. So what has changed? And do you know what the only thing I can think about is my stress levels have elevated significantly over the last few weeks due to... Yeah, because that has a direct influence on your progesterone. Yeah, and and so the the the, uh, the sex hormones are influenced by this because of the fact uh, stress hormones are steroid hormone yeah. hormones also. And so yeah. anyway, do you know what I thought? We need to get more mindful sooner yet again because uh, you know this is one way in which we can undoubtedly uh, you know level out the playing field a little bit yeah. in terms of our hormones. Yeah. So uh, I just want to say, I just want to say something because I think I need to acknowledge the fact that, you know, that you're so curious about it. Part of what we're talking about and what you're doing is listening to these signals from the body. So here is this really sore breasts, which you thought is long gone. And you're being investigative is that the word about yeah. you know what is going on here my patches are fine da, da, da. Mm. and then kind of backtracking and looking at the amount of stress okay well my body's sending me this signal mm -hmm. um it's it's painful to the point that i can't sleep properly and i can't like i'm you know all, all of these things mm. and then and then being curious about it and then yeah, doing something about it, I think, which is which is the which is the most important thing. You can do all the things, but not take action. Um, and I think that's that's part of being kind to yourself and looking after yourself as well, right? In in this, yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So the, the, you know, the action piece, I investigated it. And of course, suffice it to say that breast pain in postmenopausal women is, is something that may need to be investigated by a doctor. Mm. It, you know, it can be a sign of cancer in the breast. However, uh, you know, these symptoms to me are so very familiar. That is the symptoms mm. that I had for uh, you know at least a couple of years prior to the my menopause experience and so i hadn't had them for probably about 18 months oh wow uh, yeah i know i was so happy about that <laughs> <laughs> and then out of the blue it's got you need another holiday yeah well so you just returned from your lovely holiday and you know holiday time it is holiday time and and uh, and that's the time when we can kind of fall off the wagon with our self-care practices that we sort of you know we go on holiday and we stop doing all those things that that we you know we rely on really to keep us healthy and well maybe our daily yoga practice or or mm. maybe not daily but uh, that's that could be a little ambitious for people but uh, yeah. you know all the things that we do and then the danger is that we return from our vacation or staycation whatever kind of vacation yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that we don't kind of get back into it and that's always a danger isn't it how, how are you finding it after your holiday yeah i mean i um there's a few things that i i'm reflecting on that i could have done like there's certain supplements that i love to take that i didn't take which i should have like my pro greens which is a green powder thing which i think i should just always take with me when i'm on holiday because flying and time zones messes up with your gut Again, yeah, you know the food is different and all so that for me is a is a big thing and um but one thing that i made sure that i did every single day was some body movement be that going for a run or a long walk on the beach or you know sitting or where we stayed there was a beautiful deck so i could you know meditate or i can do my stretches um yeah because i just and i'm doing this more now as i'm getting a bit older whereas mm. before i would kind of like oh i'll worry about this when i'm back home whereas i feel like this was such precious time mm. to be able to do that yeah i really embraced it but i think the big thing is the the food is so different mm. um and and, and also with time zones and thing I, I think that knocks you out oh yes yeah and it, it gets me every time it, it, it only takes an hour change on the clocks to throw me out <laughs> so yes travel definitely does that to me you know the the body clock is is affected by this shifting uh, in time zones and i'm you know when i go on holiday if it's only an hour difference i actually don't change my watch and i try to stick to my <laughs> usual my, my family think i'm bonkers which you know probably quite probably i am you know for me holidays are actually a time when i dive more deeply into the things that i know uh, I so love to do that so enhance my life. I also, you know, I don't know who's listening, but, you know, family holidays can be quite tense as well. So it's a great excuse to 
to go for a, a two hour long walk or you know to take that time for for yourself to just decompress and kind of yeah. reflect on what's been said or what's been act so i i find that i need to do that because i mm. i take on people's emotions quite strongly mm. so you know if there's 10 people in a house yeah i can i can feel that quite quite vividly yeah i mean i think for me being an early riser has always been my lifesaver that few you know half an hour or sometimes an hour before the house begins to uh, to get mm. moving and especially on holiday when they yeah. they all love to have a lie in and i'm well I'm, we had lots yeah. of um we had lots of small children in the house so like two under four so there was no <laughs> Yeah, mm. you definitely need a break. I definitely yeah. need a break from yeah. that. I mean, exactly. I know they're not yours, those four-year-olds. Yeah, that yeah. makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. But this was also a very good opportunity to, um, you know, to, to practice mindfulness in, you know, relationships and noticing, you know, the things that triggers you, noticing... Um, yeah, I think mostly it was that. It's just being very aware of the things that annoy you and why it does. or And also practicing gratitude and, um, and being really present with certain moments where you think, okay, well, this is, this is quite unusual. Like, we don't get time to do this very often. So let me, let me make space for this and let me embrace this and kind of, you know, put some of the things to the side and move some of the things to the front. So I really had an opportunity to practice that. Um, also because because of lockdown, we've just been with the same people, so we've kind of fallen into a routine. But being mm. with other people is quite a new thing almost. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I actually had my parents here for the weekend, and so I can kind of relate to it, uh, all that you say. Um, and, and really, we've kind of just got out of the habit of being around people and fascinating how quickly you, you know, you make those mental adjustments and, uh, and get used to the status quo such as it is, you know. Yeah. Um, I think uh, what you said is really important, though, because it's mindfulness is noticing, you know, sometimes it's noticing the triggers and and so to, to flip that on its head and and experience and, and really uh, embrace the gratitude, turning it on its head, turn it into something positive. And yeah, uh, and yeah you, you really you can if you're really not very careful go through a, a life of being ready onto the next thing the next thing the next thing and never actually being in the thing that you're doing at that moment yeah being i mean i was in cape cod so you know beautiful sunsets beautiful sunrises and just yes. you know such yes it's a you know the ideal situation right and environment to, to do that but it is very easy to just go for a quick swim and then go on to the next thing even even in a beautiful setting even when there's an amazing sunset to to still be quite distracted by other things and maybe distracted by your own um, triggers or emotions and things like that so yeah i mean yes you're in a beautiful surrounding but it's it's quite good to to bring all of that to the forefront
I know. The thing that I always say to myself is you take yourself with you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you maybe you're trying to feel like a holiday is an escape from something, but you, yeah. you take yourself with you. Yeah. So in order for that to feel like an escape, you have to change something about that experience. And so the, you know, the, the working week, perhaps the weekends is just this time to catch up. Uh, but holidays are an opportunity to, you know, to take time and make that space that you, that you say. And yet, if we're not careful, there is a danger that we could not do that on holiday either. Yeah, or we'll just have too many things planned or, yeah. you know, want to schedule that full of things mm. again. And yeah, anyway, it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, these these are the principles that we apply uh, to to help us tackle the, these challenges that menopause brings. Uh, you know, for me, obviously, I, I I won't go into any more detail about that. But I think it's I think it's good to share that, you know, because yeah. it's, it's it's not something that I have experienced, but it's quite similar to like PMS when, mm -hmm. um, you know, when the progesterone drops and you can, but it does get more pronounced, doesn't it? The the yeah. you get. I used to medicate with uh, evening primrose oil is supposed to be something that's very good for for that uh, and and I'm thinking I'm gonna have to go buy some again I don't know but, but you know the first thing I decided was this week is a new week and Monday is always a fresh start a fresh week uh, you know I started my week with some movement practices I joined an online session for, for my own self absolutely that sets you up for the for the day yeah. and uh, and I feel so much better for doing yeah. these things and so I'm going to you know make this regular appointment with myself to embed those practices because ultimately I I benefit so yeah and I think we um it takes a little bit more work, doesn't it, when we're getting a little bit older? Because you have, you know, there's there's a lot of things to think about. It's mm. it's our fitness, it's our it's our physical health, it's our mental health, it's our skin, it's the flabby bits under the arms. So it it it's it can be quite high maintenance aging. Well, I think. In a way. Well, I know, and I said this to somebody at the weekend. I try, you know. For what it's worth to put as many of those things together into an hour as i possibly can when i work with my clients the breath work that's so yeah. important you know we can very much incorporate that into movement especially movement practices like yoga like pilates yeah. that they're really totally embedded in those practices yeah. and so you you know you benefit on both levels um, the meditative element also that you can incorporate into movement, you know, mindful walking is yeah. one is one example. So, mm. that, you know, it can feel a little bit like you've got a huge mountain to climb and uh, and where to begin, you know, mm -hmm. is, is where are the priorities? Yeah, and I, but I think it's, it's also is choosing one thing and then making that part of your your daily routine and then once you've got that kind of sorted you add something else that's what i've always worked with my clients around their nutrition is mm. you know choose one thing that you can do make that part of your habit and then you start adding another thing because like when i started practicing years ago 
like, you know, here's a list of 75 things that you need to do before I see you next week and off you go. And then, then they came to you with stress and anxiety and everything else. And I've just given them 70 other things to do. And it's, yeah, choose the one thing and then add something else to that until that becomes part of your daily repertoire rather than trying to, you know, squeeze everything in in one go. But I love what you're saying. It's, it's so true. It's, um, either making it part of your daily routine or, or even if you cycle to work how can you do that you know with a different attitude or just rather than it just be another thing that you're doing on autopilot yeah i know well that's it you know i because i've done all of those things and the how how do we approach these things yeah. is such a big part of incorporating mindfulness approaches into activities yeah. that you know you bolt it on maybe is is the the first step yeah. so uh, so yeah i mean you don't want to get too much into uh, looking around at the wonderful views as you're cycling you know in case you come off but certainly yeah. when you're walking that's an option isn't it yeah yeah and so can i ask you something i mean if you don't mind um sharing it because we've been talking about your your breast pain so i'm gonna i'm gonna if you don't mind me asking you but how have you approached that from a mindfulness point of view did you well uh, the fact that i was feeling pain made me give it some attention mm -hmm. um, and you know it really is a physiological thing that's happening and so i was really interested to interrogate the reasons why, because, um, you know, when I see clients as a physiotherapist, oftentimes they come to me and they'll say, oh, this thing happened, started, and there's no reason, no rhyme or reason. And, uh, you know, oftentimes what we find is it might be as simple as uh, they've changed the footwear, they did something with the grandchildren that they wouldn't normally do, had a game of rounders or, you know, some random thing that's that's kind of crept into their routine. And, and the reason that you don't always notice it is because it might be 48 hours afterwards that you notice it. And so then you cannot pin the two things yeah. together. So, it, you know, it, for me, it was I kind of go into that investigative sort yeah. of mode, which is, you know, what's changed? What has changed in order for this to have occurred? You know, and so then you start to interrogate all the things that might be different. And, uh, you know, and the only thing that I could really heart, hand on heart say is that I've been doing a whole lot of work uh you know and and invariably i think the the screen work affects my uh biochemistry yeah not, not just the fact that i've been doing a high volume of work that but the time in front of this in front of the you know electronic screen you know so i kind of figured that stress mm. is maybe i'm stressed and i hadn't mm. realized you know mm. Uh, the signs were there mm. and, and so your body your body finds a way of letting you know you yeah. know this is going to, going to be different for, for everybody and I think yeah. that, that's what makes this menopause puzzle so challenging to unpick mm. the, the variety of, of uh, symptoms that people experience yeah exactly and I guess you know for someone else may never experience that but they have other things and they yes. it's but I think it's a good way to approach our health and well-being in any way is is to get curious and intuitively 
well, you, you only, I guess, become more intuitive once you get curious and get to know yourself a little bit better and spending time to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, th I think the other thing I, I was... I, someone that I've been working with said to me in the conversation, um, I went for a massage and I'm now so much more aware of uh, the sensations when the massage therapist touches me in a certain area i'm so much more aware of of the sensation the area the this that and the other and what she was suggesting was that because um i guide people to really connect with individual bits of you uh you know whether it's a particular muscle or a particular joint or you know an area of the body and that's that then has a carryover into your everyday lives and so it is that uh, attention yeah. that we we give to our bodies uh, and so physical sensations we can give them attention we can give our thoughts attention and uh, uh, you know and that's a really important thing to do so to go about your day noticing sensations in the body you know, and, and as we've said before, we're not we're not going. Oh no, I've got a sensation. You know, it's about saying, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. Or, you know, that's approach it in a sort of non-emotional yeah. kind of fashion. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's so important. And I think you know, with menopause, for me, when I think about an, a mindful approach to menopause is but this sense of softening and opening and just, you know, seeing if you can soften to whatever the experience is and, and opening to it rather than that clenching and fighting and bracing and, and fighting against it. Like it's almost like, hmm. yeah, the more you push against it, the, the, the more difficult it gets or the more pronounced it gets. Yeah. Whereas if you can soften to it and open to it, it's when you feel like, hot and bothered and irritated it's just okay how can I just soften to this experience this is how I'm feeling right now it's it feels quite overwhelming it's not pleasant but how can I just take a pause and open myself to whatever is going on for me right now because it is such an overwhelming physical experience there's also an emotional experience because it is irritation or anxiety yeah feeling the heartbeat, feeling your body getting hotter. It's its a massive thing that happens. And I'm experiencing it more and more now. But it's like, okay, just, just, just soften to it. Just open to it. It will pass. It's almost like riding that wave and just, again, okay, I'm at the height of this. If I just give it a few moments, it'll soften and it'll pass. I think that's that's right, isn't it? You you're offering, uh, you're not fueling the fire yeah. approach because this yeah. is the thing. <laughs> yeah, to not to put to excuse the pun and all, because this is the danger that we you know we start to oh uh, you know and react and respond, uh, and that really is just generating yeah. generating more of that biochemistry yeah. that's causing yeah. the problem. The exactly it's like oh I'm so hot and I can't bear it like it's so it yeah. is like the fire isn't it because you're literally 
suddenly just like getting more and more worked up and more tense and more stressed out. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's a really, uh, a really good place for us to uh, call a stop to the proceedings. Yeah, soften to it. Because I guess that's one thing I didn't do, actually, when it came down to it. I thought, oh no what is this you know and how can i fix it and uh, and you know and that is part of it but i can definitely go away now and think a little bit more around uh, a more accepting softer approach hmm. because that you know again ultimately that will allow my body to settle hmm. into a place of less stress less hmm. uh, you know cortisol less emotion generally so uh, thank you for that i like that tip mm -hmm. i'm going to do it today yeah well let me know how it goes i we can we can talk about your breasts again <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> all right well it's, it's lovely to see you after your holidays thank you and uh, we'll chat again soon take care yeah. bye for now thank you. lovely to talk to you bye